You're listening to the Intentional Leaders Podcast. This is episode 76. Do you stand up for yourself? Let's talk about boundaries. Hi, I'm Cindy, an educator, certified coach, and passionate learner on all things leadership related. It seems like just yesterday I was fresh out of grad school, wanting to make my way in the world, longing to make a difference to people, to team, to the business. Little did I know how challenging it would be. Fast forward several decades later, I've made a career of leading while teaching and coaching thousands of leaders to be at their best, most effective selves. Along this journey, I've captured so many insights, lessons, and techniques on how leaders become amazing, and also as leaders, when we get it wrong. I'll share them all right here because I founded Intentional Leaders to provide easy access to these kinds of lessons and equally important to help you build the presence, confidence, and credibility you need to be the leader that everybody wants to work for. Because I know leadership has its challenges, but learning to lead shouldn't be one of them. Over the last few days, I've been getting ready for a class that I'm teaching on creating boundaries. And I think this is such an interesting topic because what are boundaries? When are they needed? And what are they all about? And I've only recently in the last few years learned a lot about this topic, but I'm going to discuss this today because I think it is so important for so many of us to understand and be clear on not just professionally, but personally as well. There's an interesting quote by Anaki Ezekiel, and she says, not being you is a risky way of becoming. And I thought, yeah, that's kind of what a boundary is all about, is who are you and what do you represent? And when you're being either taken advantage of or when you're letting things slide that bother you, you are not becoming you and your most authentic self. So let me give a couple examples before we talk about if you do stand up for yourself and about how and why to set boundaries. Let's say you're in a virtual meeting and as people are transitioning to break, you hear a very strongly worded political remark being made from someone you don't know well. You're shocked and angered, but because you're not really familiar with everyone on the call, And this individual, you say nothing, but you immediately feel that a boundary has been crossed because you're angry and insulted and you're upset the rest of the meeting. And you're also upset about not speaking up right away. Situation two, you work with a very important and very profitable client that expects you to be accessible at all times, nights, weekends, They may call or text you with the expectation that you're always available and willing to provide the support and answers about their very important project. You're resentful of the lack of respect for your time and the time with your family. You also don't feel supported by your company as you believe the expectation is to keep clients satisfied at all costs. Do you see yourself in either of those scenarios? And is it time to set a boundary? Has someone crossed yours? And how do you even know? Today, let's dive into this concept 
because this is about your state of well-being. It's about confidence, your health, and happiness. And it's also about being in integrity with yourself, honoring those things that you believe in and care about, including yourself. And I wish my 20-year-old self understood this concept, or quite frankly, my 30- or 40-year-old self as well. I wish I knew how to say what was very often in my head, feeling somehow either taken advantage of or disrespected or dismissed or insulted. It was a feeling, though, without the proper words or the confidence to address the situation or the person. I think I lacked both the knowledge and the courage but also the skills to do this. And because of this, this gap affected my life and my work. So first off, let's talk a little bit about what a boundary is. And it is absolutely not about keeping someone out. Rather, it's about keeping yourself emotionally and practically safe. And this is so important because it does apply to your work and it does apply to your personal life. I subscribe to positivepsychology.com and I use and have used their materials and their toolkit and they have some amazing free resources. So positivepsychology.com, check them out because they have lots of good information about life and about work. But here's how they talk about boundaries and I'll quote them. Your boundaries represent the limits of how you will allow others to treat you and speak to you. Setting your boundaries means assertively protecting your rights to your bodily, emotional, mental, or physical health, your ideas, and your needs. It involves the ability to stand up for your rights in a direct way without being aggressive, for example, belittling, ridiculing, or being too forceful, or passive, minimizing what you need or apologizing for your needs. That is from positivepsychology.com, and I think it's a really wonderful definition. And you might be asking, okay, well, what does that mean to me? What are some examples, and how would I even do that? What are the things I should consider in thinking about those boundaries? Because it starts with knowing your rights, and it starts with knowing your values. And particularly at work, it's about knowing your priorities, your capacity, and your capabilities. So I want to transition to a couple work examples. And again, see if any of these ring true for you. Someone consistently commits your time to a client without first consulting you, or you're asked to take on a last minute deliverable that affects your family and personal obligations. Again, You're given an important high visibility project that you don't have the proper capabilities to do. You are absolutely willing to learn, but you're not given the additional time to account for your learning or the building of new skills. Lastly, your manager is delegating to you again, expressing their thankfulness and appreciation of your skills and value. However, neglecting to discuss the priorities of this relative to your other commitments, or any offer of support. Again, if you see yourself in any of those scenarios, then a boundary may be crossed and may be appropriate to set. So if this is something you are interested in and you think would be helpful to you, we're going to talk about this in four stages. One is to just know the value and purpose of a boundary. 
Two is understanding your rights, needs, and values. Three is being aware of those signs and triggers. And number four is the honoring of the boundaries that you set. We're going to talk about each of these four. Stage number one, know the value and purpose of boundaries is important. Again, this is not about keeping others out. Rather, it's about honoring yourself and securing your rights. It means that we are keeping in integrity with our authentic self, and we want to become more aligned with what we care about for ourselves and for others. Stage number two is understanding the things that are most important to you, your rights, your values, your needs, and your wants. This is an area of work for most of us because we don't know our rights as a human being. What does that even mean? I did a podcast episode and it was called The Power of Assertive Language. This was episode 11. I would encourage you to check it out because assertive language is based on the premise that we know our rights as a human being, the right to say what we think and how we feel, the right to say no, the right to say that we don't care. All of those areas are human rights. And you will want to familiarize yourself with that list to find out where are you most comfortable and where are you not in those rights. Second is recognizing what you value. And again, I think this is an important topic that I do in most of my leadership sessions is a values inventory, that people become clear on the things that are most important to them. Is it integrity? Is it compassion? Is it respect? Is it accountability? You need to know your values in order to honor and protect them. I also have a podcast episode that's called Knowing Your Values. It's episode eight. Check it out if you need to do some work in this area. For the most part, in the moment, what this means is we have to be aware of someone crossing a line that ties to something that we needed or wanted and that creates a negative feeling. So understanding our rights, understanding our values and our wants and needs. When are those being crossed? And then stage number three is about being aware of those signs and of those triggers. Whenever we feel disconnected, that someone has crossed this boundary. This is what happens in the moment. They are the moments when we become aware of the disconnect, when we have a choice to say to that client, or we have a choice to talk to that person in that virtual meeting. And we do risk hurting people's feelings or someone taking offense or having repercussions or shock and outrage or anger back at us. But we need to do it anyway, because this is stage four. This is us honoring those boundaries and those values and needs and wants and rights. It means we say the words in our heads and also from our heart. We do stand up for ourselves in a way that's not disrespectful to others, rather clear about what we feel, want, and need. This is also about what you'd like from that other person, though they have the right to change or not. This is one of the most challenging elements of creating a boundary. It's standing up for yourself and honoring it, saying the words, not just in your head, but out loud, and doing it in a way that is clear yet respectful, that focuses on your needs and your feelings and what you want. Boundaries are about being proactive in areas of your life that you care the most about. 
personally and professionally. Then noticing those moments when something is causing you angst. It could be one incident, for example, in that case of the political or a racial or personal comment, or it could be a longer standing situation when the pattern is somehow becoming more clear and you're becoming more increasingly frustrated, angry, and resentful. Oh, but how to say those words? Oh boy, that's the million dollar question, isn't it? So we're going to dedicate next week's episode to doing just that. When you have established boundaries, when you're getting clear on what they are, how do you create the message? How do you say the message in a way that is sufficiently clear, direct, respectful, that you honor your feelings, your values, and your want without disrespecting the other person in the process? And that is what we'll focus on in next week's episode. Thanks for listening today. And did you know that I have an online course and virtual workshops? Check it out, www.intentionalleaders.com. One L, find me.